episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, they're no Maggie McNeil or Penny Lexiak, but they're pretty good in their own right. Anthony and Moose. Hello! What's up? Little little Olympic swimming reference there for you, Moose. Is that okay with you? Well, you should probably explain it since I, I can't imagine a lot of our fans know anything about swimming. Um, well, they Neither should be following because swimming, the female uh, swimming team, Team Canada, dominated in the pool, wrapped it up last night, uh, hauling in, I think, six medals total. Maggie McNeil, 100 fly gold medal uh, at the Olympics, and Penny Alexiak became the most decorated uh, Canadian Olympian of all time with her seventh Olympic medal between Rio and, um, and uh, Tokyo. So pretty, pretty good action. And then Andre DeGrasse uh, followed up with a bronze medal in the 100 meter sprint this morning. So we're rolling. We're rolling, Team Canada. You're welcome. It's pretty good. Have you not been watching Moose? Like Moose just nodding his head like. I have not. So it's just, it's football or nothing for you, eh, Moose? Well, I mean, I've just been doing other things. Uh, You're a busy man. I know you're a busy man, but do you like, do you watch any other sports besides football? I'm just curious. Uh, Nope. No, I don't even watch TV. If it's not if it's not on a streaming service, except I don't for, watch except it. Except for Star Trek, it's on a streaming service. So right, if okay, it's, yeah. if it's not so, on a streaming so you service, do watch. I don't yeah. watch it. I think most people do streaming services now. Like Anthony, do you watch regular cable? No TV. So no. like for for the the NHL playoffs, I paid for a month at uh, the TSN app so I can watch them. Smart. Oh no, not for that was for soccer the Euro cup and then hockey. I just stream online. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getcha. Got it. Got it. Wink, wink. All right. Well, I'm watching, I'm watching everything guys, all sports. I can't, can't get enough of it, but, uh, we're enjoying the summer. Like I was up North, uh, this weekend, up you know, north. I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm not watching it. So you guys aren't in, you aren't into the Olympics. I, I used to be, but it's just, you know, when you don't have, like, when you're living at home and your parents have cable, like, you turn on the TV, you're not sure what you're going to watch. You're like, oh, the Olympics are on. Yeah, um, it's more old school. Yeah, you, you turn is, on and watch uh, the Olympics all day. Someone calls you on your landline. Yeah. It is uh, it is on Amazon Prime. You can watch it, but... Oh, uh, is it? I or just, just I, I have not found myself having time to sit in front of the TV and watch the olympics and i mean very exciting stuff we're a fantasy football podcast it's getting to draft season we got a rookie draft today in our dynasty league Woo! so i mean plus just, i'm sure at the end of the olympics there'll be some like big wrap up where i can just watch be a it. recap i can just watch <laughs> it in like 45 minutes yes you'll feel get, the emotion in the yeah. youtube I get, highlight i get reel. all the i get all the I get all the tweets and stuff, you know, I've yeah, seen when people too. win, I get whoa, on Instagram and all this stuff. We're, yeah. we're aware. Maybe we don't know the names as well as you do, Dave, but you're a swim guy. So you're following it a little bit more, but you know, I, I the only thing I want to see is, is Tyree kill race against uh, Usain Bolt. Yes. It's the only Ooh, Olympic called related out. thing I'm interested Tyreek in. Tyree kill called him washed and old and he and won't touch him in the 40 old. yard yeah but he and usain bolt won't but that's i think in that's a 40 yard dash usain bolt is not fast inside 40 yards right Ty- okay Tyreek the fastest let's just review what moose just said the fastest human to ever the fastest human ever and yeah. the fastest human to run 100 meters is not fast in 40 yards no that's no. not where his speed that's is. not his where his speed, speed comes in okay so Once he opens up his stride, he's he's very fast. But Tyreek will beat him in forty yards. I, I absolutely agree with you. That's not his strength. But even his weak point, he was still 
getting to 40 yards or 40 meters, whatever, faster than everyone else and faster than anyone in the history of, of running. So it, it, it would be, <laughs> my money would be on in their prime Usain Bolt for sure to 40 yards. Okay, but, yeah, but now you're making all kinds of ifs, ands, and buts. We're talking about right now. I think right Tyreek Hill right beats now, him in, I, in a 40-yard dash. I'd still put it on Usain Bolt in 40 yards. Hmm, that would be a good bet. Like Tyreek Hill ran track. He was very good, but if, he was like 10.2. He was like a 10.2. If it like happens. Nine five, Usain Bolt. We'll yeah. do a beer bet on it. Mm. Yeah, 100%. That would be, I really hope it does happen. Uh, just don't pull a hamstring. Yeah, Ikea boy, but I'm almost off the pup list, guys. I'm almost ready to return to training camp. So speaking of which, should we get into training camp news? Uh, absolutely. So the big news uh, coming out this week, of course, we're we're recording Sunday, August 1st in the morning. I might add I'm having a coffee at Pacific time at 9 a.m. here. Good morning. Um, so the big news is Carson Wentz foot injury uh, initially listed out indefinitely. Now they're saying not season ending might require surgery and bounce back or maybe be able to avoid surgery. But either way, don't expect Carson Wentz to start the season or and and he will miss significant amount of time. So what was your initial reaction to this one, guys? Here we go again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, Here not, I go again on uh, my own. Uh, what is it? I, I'm not a, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, like, let's get serious. Like he, uh, he's not, he's no stranger to being injured. So it's not that it's expected, but it's kind of like, okay, well, there's Carson Wentz's, you know, every year injury. He just came earlier, unfortunately. And I, I hope it's one of these, uh, what I heard was it, it's a ligament slash bone or both type injury that might require a small amount of surgery. Mm-hmm. So we was it uh, Antonio Gibson who had surgery and then they put all kinds of casts and stuff in his cleat, you know, yeah. maybe Carson Wentz will have that kind of thing. It's not like Carson Wentz is running around all that much. Oh, so hopefully what I always don't understand is why they always wait to do the surgery. Like, let's just get her done. If it needs surgery, let's do it as fast as possible. So the recovery as fast as possible. Well, I and think let's the get him back out there. I think the only reason they don't do it as fast as possible is, can we wait a week or two and then play on it hurt and then get the surgery at the end of the season? You know, kind of the way Patrick Mahomes had a similar foot injury, right? Had to play on it through a couple of games through the playoffs. Yeah. Wasn't and, himself. And that's fine that was, in yeah. the season or at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But we're preseason. Let's get her done. Let's start healing, you know, yeah. so that when season starts, he's good to go. Yeah. Like, I don't know well, why you. Pre- yeah. We're, we're, we're training camp, but we're like five weeks away from week one. Yeah. So like, why waste a week? Why burn a week? Let's just, if you can get the surgery done, let's do it and start the healing process. Mm -hmm. So uh, assuming Carson Wentz is out for some significant amount of time, um, what's going to happen with the Colts here? So they have Jacob Eason, second year uh, quarterback on the roster. They drafted last year. They have Sam Ellinger uh, from uh, Texas, who they drafted this year. Um, Basically two, basically rookies, two rookies on the roster. And then they recently signed Brett, Hunley, um, of course, he's kind of a journeyman quarterback, and he backed up um, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and did play some time there. So is he, is that the direction you think they're going to go, Brent Hunley? Well, why not? I mean, I, presumably they drafted him. Or no, sorry, um, I, I was going to say, what, I don't Sign know why him. they don't just go with Eason, because presumably yeah. they drafted him to be, at some point, part of their team. 
Yeah. You know, what, what's Jacoby Brissett doing these days? He's with Miami. He got signed to, to Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Maybe try to get Jacoby back. I get him know. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, there are rumors out there that the Colts might be in the market for trading for one of these good backup quarterbacks like Gardner Minshew, Roman numeral two. Nick Foles. I've heard Mariota's name out there. I've even heard Jimmy Garoppolo's name. If San Francisco decides, you know what, Trey Lance, your time is now. Uh, and they make a trade for for one of those guys. But to Mariota me, would be epic. I'd love to see that. Mariota would be pretty good. I mean, he's been a starting quarterback for Tennessee. Yeah. And I, I mean, when he, when he came in last season, I mean, he looked fired up to be a starter again. I think yeah. for entertainment value, we'd all want to see Gardner Minshew. Roman numeral two show up in his jorts and his uh, America T-shirt and just rock it. Yeah, no, you know, crushing, people, crushing Bud Lights after. What people really want to see is Nick Foles go there and then take over for Wentz and then just kill it and then oh, it's God. just another shot <laughs> yeah. to Wentz and his ego and yeah, his yeah. confidence and oh my goodness, that would be hilarious. But um, this whole thing it, it's it's pretty disappointing. Like uh, Moose previously mentioned, uh, a lot of guys on the team that. Like Moose is high on Paris Campbell. I'm high on Pittman as sleepers. We are. We are high. On we are. We yeah. all are. Um, as sleepers or marquee to the mid-round type guys. But I think this uh, kind of removes a lot of the value from them. And now yeah. I'm like, I'm not so high on Pittman if it's not Wentz there. I mean, Pittman will still get probably majority of the tar- uh, like majority target share. But... It's not looking good. No. It was, if, if Brett Hundley is throwing the ball to those receivers for the first half of the year, I'm I'm not nearly as excited about them. Like I might I might treat it like the Houston Texans, you know, if it's mm. uh, well, actually Terod Taylor's got to be better than that. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too excited about it. But um, and then, of course, there's the Jonathan Taylor stock. Um, which is always a question how the running back does if your running game is the only thing you can do and the defense can expect it, blah, 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 and the offense isn't rolling as much. That is something we'll talk about uh, towards the end of yeah. our podcast. So stay tuned. If you want to find out how what we think um, about Jonathan Taylor with the Carson Wentz news, stick around to the end of the podcast. But we can talk about the other running back, uh, Naeem Hines, who was third in receptions for the running backs, Uh for all the teams, uh, I believe Camaro was one and number two JD was McKissick. JD McKissick. Exactly. So, yeah, so it affects Naeem Hines a lot. I mean, uh, were you drafting Naeem Hines before? Maybe, this no, but but he's going in drafts. And I mean, as a, yeah. as a handcuff or um, I, I think if you're worried about the wide receivers and you should not be high on Naeem Hines. Right. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That it, this is going to be not good for him. And as a value backup running back for your bench, I mean, uh, you're not drafting him now, in my opinion. Also, because Mar- yeah. Marlon Mack is healthy. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Coming off uh, torn Achilles. We'll see how he does. But he is yeah. he is back in the fold. And he was actually rated higher on Madden than Jonathan Taylor. And the recent yeah. Madden rankings, people are like, yeah. People are just going off on these Madden rankings. We don't have to get into the details, but uh, TJ Watt was ranked like 94. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. He, he was arguably, I mean, like, besides Aaron Donald, who's like one of the best of all time, TJ Watt's right there, He's right, right after him. But anyways, I'm, I'm biased. You know, Steelers. Go Steelers. 
All right, so stick, stay tuned for the Jonathan Taylor side of that um, Carson Wentz saga, and let's roll right along, guys. I got some more headlines for you. One, Bill Belichick comes out and says, Cam Newton is QB1. He's our starter. Then I saw a headline like yesterday saying, oh, it's going to be interesting <laughs> with this competition between him and Mac Jones. I was like, wait, what, were those both from Bill Belichick? <laughs> like Going back on what he said, but um, I, you know, it looks like it'll be Cam Newton, but we'll see how it goes. Cam Newton to start. You guys agree with that? Yeah, he's definitely going to start, but I don't I, think I don't know, like the thing is you can never you can never assume with Bill Belichick. So that that statement can be interpreted a, a lot of ways. You know, like sure he's he's the QB1 until Mac Jones becomes the QB1. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I don't think you should be excited. This is not exciting news. Like Cam Newton is uh, you know, I, as a Patriots fan I'm not too thrilled about it you know he's like remember we were we were talking about the throwing to the fan and then i said oh i hope the fan wasn't on the left side of the field right and then and then i came across that video and i noticed that he threw it underhand to the left side of the field so he didn't he didn't actually yeah pass it he had to do like some underhand business so who knows if if that old shoulder is uh well moose you're gonna be real sorry when cam newton leads your uh patriots to a first round exit of the playoffs okay you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be eating those words i don't think so i mean this is the <laughs> same thing so. i said last season and i was pretty accurate with that i i i'm i'm well i was being facet- like first round exit it's not yeah i uh, no, nah, nah. no one's thrilled about this no one's <laughs> thrilled so if you're someone who's you know hasn't really been paying attention to stuff or you're kind of new to fantasy football and you're checking out stats from last season and you see cam newton I don't know what he had. Uh, he can drum it up, but just around 3,000 yards passing, but 12 rushing TDs. And you're like, oh, you know, this 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 could be a pretty good option if he's rushing uh, for 12 touchdowns and you go into your draft. What is your advice to someone who's looking at that and is a little enticed by uh, those Cam Newton rushing touchdowns from last year? Don't. Just don't draft at all. You could take him as a second QB. Oh, no. no. Nobody should no, be no. encouraged to take Cam Newton. Last year was the experiment. There's, if people wanted to believe it, the hype last year, uh, they were certainly let down. Do not make the same yeah, there's, mistake. Uh, there's so many other options. Okay. So don't draft Cam Newton is the advice you're hearing from, from, from the Ballers, Beers, and I couldn't, I couldn't give stronger advice. Well, except for don't draft uh, Jets and Dolphins. Actually, more Dolphins, no. eh, this year? No, no. Th- this is... I, this is the is most stronger. Stronger. This is stronger. Do not draft Cam Newton. This is the most strongest. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then some of you people might strongest. be like, oh, our two QB leagues or Superflex leagues. You can find somebody better. If Cam Newton's there, the people that are around Cam Newton are probably going to be the better option. Yes, his touchdowns are, are uh, you know, like sucking you in because those, those are key, like six points for your fantasy team. But don't. He doesn't benefit you anywhere else. He'll probably get you mi- more minus points than you would hope that you would hope for because of the interceptions and possibly the fumbles. So yeah, I, I just I, don't I, suggest I, my, my prediction is this will be more of the shut up year than the put up year. I like quote it. To, to reference his quote. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, let's move on from uh, Cam Newton. That's enough of that. Guys, other big news um, in, term, in the free agency world is that Devonta Freeman is no longer a Freeman. He is signed to the New Orleans Saints on a one-year deal. 
can you guys put this into perspective for me? So the, here's a team that uh, you know lost several roster players, including Hall of Famer Drew Brees, and they're now looking at Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill uh, starting a quarterback. Uh, Michael Thomas, recently their star wide receiver, is out uh, for the most of the season. And Deontay Harris is into some potential legal trouble, so he could be out to start the year. So their offenses, their offensive weapons kind of decimated. You would think, that really, it's going to be the Alvin Kamara show. So why did they bring Devonta Freeman in? Um, for exact that exact yeah. reason. Because yeah. they're going to they're gonna lean on Kamara, and they need to have depth at running back in the event right. that he can't do it all. They're going to lean on Kamara. They're going to lean probably a little bit more on Latavius Murray. Not a lot more. We talked about him that he'll probably do about what he usually does. Maybe get a couple more touchdowns in or a few more touches uh, just to, you know, give Kamara a break. But I, I almost need think, depth. I almost think Devonta Freeman is would provided he's fit and going yeah. is above Latavius Murray. I don't Ooh, know about no, that. No, no. And I wouldn't say that from for me. Um but Devonta Freeman's maybe can be used in different roles. Like you can you can line him up, um, you know, as a wide receiver. receiver you can you can um, use him in the pass game for sure. Latavius Murray more of a power back, um, mm-hmm. and he'll certainly be used on in that role or take a series every now and then. You know, I really see. I, I think Alvin Kamara is going to be lined up all over the field. Like if you're Sean Payton is an offensive genius, right? And you're looking at this, you're like, all right, I have uh, a running back slash tight end uh, in Taysom Hill here. I got Jameis Winston, who's not super, maybe not super reliable the last time he he played quarterback. So I they got to find creative ways just to put the ball in Alvin Kamara's hands. So I think, you know, Kamara's absolutely in the conversation for, you could draft him anywhere. I, you could draft him first overall, and I would, it would be like, yep, you could take him over Christian McCaffrey. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't be upset about it because I think he's going to get crazy touches. Um, and I think you're right, Moose. They brought in Devonta Freeman. Because Kamara's going to be used all over the place, and and they'll need to spell him off. Um, but it's going to be very very interesting to see how this how this all shakes down um, for New Orleans. But I like those Alvin Kamara stocks, that's for sure. Absolutely. All right, sweet. Anything else on that? No, no, no. All right. Well, then I got to we got to talk um, uh, news from uh, San Francisco that Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk are uh, killing it in training camp, both looking good. Um, and that Ayuk seems to be the favorite. I like when they say the favorite target for uh, all the quarterbacks uh, on the roster. So I ask you guys this, um, who who would you draft first, Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk? I think I've asked you this on the podcast before, but I want to check in on these stocks. Who do you like better, C- Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk? Um, I like Debo. And for the reason that he's probably going after Ayuk, and I think people forget how good Debo was, even though he has injury issues, but he's a big receiver. He's probably going to be, the, the besides Kittle, the uh, red zone target. And I just think they have similar value right now, but you can get Debo later um, in the draft. So it's a better value pick, in my opinion. But I think they'll both be very good. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I tend to think that Ayuk is you know if you can get him yeah you're laughing um you're laughing you're laughing yeah. he's gonna be great so, it's, it, it, <laughs> so I, I have Debo Samuel going about a full round later right so Brandon Ayuk's around round six Debo's like a round seven guy generally speaking in half PPR 
Um, I think Brandon Ayuk might cost too much, to be honest. Like he's going around the same time as guys like T. Higgins, Dante Johnson, our guy Odell. Um, I I put him above all those guys for sure. Really? Yeah. Ayuk really? above T. Higgins. T. Higgins. And o- yeah. Uh, definitely above Odell Beckham. Yeah, definitely above sure. Odell. T. Higgins, I would have to think about it. Um, but it's too crowded over there. I think it's between Ayuk and uh, Debo, so I think I would go Ayuk over. <sighs> yeah, T. I mean, I mean, listen, Moose correctly. You know, he's Moose always points to the fact, the argument that you build your offense around the talent you have. So San Francisco was a kind of a power and speed running game, and. Um, and creative uh, rushing attack, and then some complimentary passing. But if you have George Kittle, you got Brandon, you got Debo Samuel, you might, amongst others, you might look to use these guys more, kind of like the way Buffalo transformed uh, into more of a passing attack last year. The question is, is is Jimmy Garoppolo that guy? You know, he's not Josh Allen. Is Jimmy Garoppolo that guy to, I almost sounded like that, that that viral video, you're not that guy. Hey, but you're not that guy. Um, but it, yeah, is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be the guy to to support that kind of that kind of offense? I, I, think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, it's just his health. <laughs> yeah, he just uh, needs to get a rhythm. Like if he's there consistently uh, playing every game and he's healthy, then there should be no problem. We didn't have a problem with him when he went there. Uh, they went to a Super Bowl. I mean, he just it's health, and if he is not. If he's not healthy and he goes out, uh, Trey Lance, some other news, some hype news is that uh, he concluded a very interesting practice. He showed exactly why he was chosen number three overall. So we all know this is more, I guess, dynasty talk at this point uh, where Trey Lance is the future of the team. Well, I don't so, think I don't think it's only dynasty. I think I think Trey Lance should be looked at for redraft as a potential backup quarterback if, if yeah that's it's your just style. a matter yeah it's just a matter of where when he'll come in right this is the argument yeah. with him with fields and with mac jones probably less so with mac jones but um mac jones probably needs a little bit more development but i think trey lance and fields can go in now if asked to so yeah maybe redraft well we know we know justin fields is going is coming in the lineup uh when gentlemen you said week three yeah, week you three. said week three. week three detroit lions it's happening <laughs> I but, guess you missed that positive. There was a, I don't know who, who, what it was, but I saw some kind of positive headline about Andy Dalton. He's apparently yeah. uh, better playing better well, than anything he, he did last season. No, no. Than any of the bears quarterbacks from last oh, okay. season. Hey, the bears so it's like, quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Good. You know, um, but like, and the only reason why I disagree with the week three is because if Dalton is struggling week one, week two, um, and then they're playing the Detroit Lions, Like, I mean, that's got to be a confidence booster game because the defense is going to destroy Detroit alone. And I mean, their defense is not going to be that great yet that early in the season. So, I mean, Andy Dalton, this would be a game to get him back into the swing of things, if anything. But also it's just a strange thing to do. Like if you're, if you're looking at the season and you go, Oh, Andy Dalton's going to struggle against these teams. Just why even start him? Mm -hmm. Just, just start the rookie then. But but the rookie's going to struggle just as much. Right. But maybe he'll get some real good experience. He'll get into a rhythm. And but the Bears are weird because last season they were Thank I you. think it was three and one, and then they pulled Trubisky, and it's like or they were two and one and they pulled Trubisky, and it's like, okay, I mean, like 
things aren't terrible yet. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yet. I mean, like we anticipate but, uh, they will be, but they aren't yet. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like he's kind of got something going on. I think it was like they want the first game, lost the second, won the third, and they pulled him on the game that they won, something like that. So it, they're just weird, the Bears. So I don't know. We might see Justin Fields there week one. Who knows? That would be that would be contrary to what they everything they've said. But yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't before. Be surprised. Too. Yeah, I wouldn't be totally surprised. Give Mike Glennon a whole bunch of money and then not start him, and then Mike the Brontosaurus Glennon. All right. Yeah. Um, other news, guys. Small news. Travis Kelsey's back at practice. So we reported on the last episode that he left with some hip and back tightness, but uh, he's back at practice. He'll be fine. You'll see a lot of that. A lot of those headlines throughout training camp. Veteran guys maybe not practicing or getting a day off or whatever. It happens. It's going to be a really long season. They're fine. Unless you hear of an actual uh, injury, it, don't worry about it. Um, other news, Quadre Allison looks like the clear running back two to Mike Davis in Atlanta. He was taking first team reps, all first team reps at practice. Hasn't taken any second team reps. Did you just um, pull an Anthony? Could, could we get a, is that a, it's Quadre? 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 Yeah. Quadre. Well, there's no U. I think it's Cadre. Cadre. I apologize if it's Cadre. I, I don't Allison. know. I'm. I don't know. I. I've been, I don't see an accent. There's when, two E's. When I read it, I've been reading it as Cadre. No, he's talking about the Q. The beginning of the beginning of his name. Well, and the end. And the end. I've been reading okay. it as Cadre, <laughs> not Cadre. Okay. Yeah, Could be because Kadri. there's no it's U A D R E E Olison. You know Kadri. what? There's no accent. And I've been I'm saying Kadri. I've been saying Olison. Olison. Yeah, it's Olison? not Allison. It is Olison. I Olison? think Olison. Kaj Olison. Listen, what we want is for our <laughs> listeners to to chime in. Let us know how you would pronounce Kadri, as Moose is saying, Kadri Olison. This is so, the uh, the Lynn Bowden thing all over again. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up at three B gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're on all those platforms at 3B Fantasy Pod. And while we're at it, check us out on YouTube. And don't forget that this Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, we are going live on Halftime Sports. Um, and you could literally come in to the chat and say, and and talk to us and say, actually, it's pronounced Quadre alias Han <laughs> or Kateri. It's actually Kateri Allison. Well, uh, you know, whatever it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt something that people always yeah. do on, on YouTube. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like this. I'm gonna go link to the app here. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it's gonna pop up on YouTube. That's bold, well, man. I know it's a bold. Gonna really, gonna, it, had, we're it might real also silly be. If it's not. It might also be here, or it could be here. Yeah. Could it be there? <laughs> could be. Should we anywhere. just point? Let's just three, two, one. We'll point everywhere and be like, the link can be found at these. In UK. All right. of these, you locations. can find the link here. <laughs> yeah, cover all our bases. You guys are going the same way. All right. Yeah. Um, awesome. But we're real excited yeah, about can, this. You can Go DM ahead. us through that app too. So not only listen to us, follow us, follow our main page, follow us individually, and yeah, it's. It, it, it looks like a really fun community. A lot of serious sports fans on there. Tons of action um, and shows to chime in on. A lot of chat rooms. It's going to be a blast. So we're really excited about launching and partnering with uh, Halftime Sports. So go get the app and we'll see you on Wednesday night. Wednesday night, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. Kadri, Quadri, Kateri, Allison. All right. Kelsey back at practice. The only other thing I have, guys, there's all sorts of little news, but Greg Roman, Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator. Um 
who Anthony has a couple bones to pick with based off last year's pass game. But um, he's saying J.K. Dobbins looking good out of the backfield could be getting involved more in the passing game. Him and Gus Edwards getting more involved in passing well, game. Well, Gus Edwards is not practicing right now because <gasps> he has COVID. So that's why Dobbins oh, is getting, getting all the work. So right, I mean, but Gus, Gus Edwards wasn't really more of a pass catching back than J.K. No, Dobbins. Was but no, but they were both not the guys for it. They were both getting work, but... You know, it just it, it just helps give Dobbins more reps in the receiving game when yes. Gus Edwards is not and there. And I think it's important because he didn't – Jacob Dobbins was at Ohio State, didn't catch a lot of passes at, at Ohio State. And these guys come out of college and they're like pigeonholed, like, oh, you're a pass catching back or you're a this. But they're talented guys. So if he can show that he can catch and passes, which when he did get those opportunities last year, he was great. Um, and he was already over six yards per carry. Um, on the ground so could be dangerous and more news from um from baltimore camp ravens Uh, offensive coach greg roman spoke glowingly of sammy watkins who is back with roman after playing under him in 2015 he's one of the best receivers in the nfl period roman said watkins has been the ravens best wide receiver in first three days of training camp now moose and i were laughing at this because his talent's not the issue. It's his health. Okay, but also that's he's not the best wide receiver in the league. That's like a, no, that's, a, that's not also any, not no, anymore. Bold you know, he was in the but, league. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again, Anthony. The headline. He said he was the best. He's one of the, the best the receivers league. in the NFL. Period. Okay, Roman one said. of the. I guess one of the. You could. Well, but talent wise, I don't know. Get you anywhere. Would you put you him in the be, top fifty? Like, I don't think you can say one of. You don't have wide receivers. I think he's in the top fifty. While we're talking, I mean, you're right. Okay, not for fantasy, just for regular, just for football, not in terms of fantasy. I don't even know if he'd be in there, man. I'd have to. I'll go through it. I'll go through. You can look at it. You can look at it on the stats side, whether it's fantasy or regular football, and then just if you look at skill, it's like, yeah, he's a skillful receiver. But if you have nothing to show for that skill, then what's the like? That's it. So, like in terms of talent and speed and catching, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. You know, I'm sure he's top wide receiver but realistically he misses too much time to be considered a top wide receiver like you have to contribute to the team consistently in fantasy or in real football and i just don't think he provides that but i mean yeah like somebody this is like another mike williams situation somebody will take a (laughs) shot they'll read this news and they'll be like i'm gonna i'm gonna snake people and grab them at the end of my draft and i'll have a number one wide receiver on my team i mean if he's healthy i'm sure it'll be okay but lamar jackson's still not a great passer so he's not going to be up there in the stats anyways well we don't know we don't know if he's a great passer this year because they haven't shown they haven't shown any highlights of him throwing maybe he's maybe he's like matt ryan maybe he takes a year on where he's a good passer takes a year off he's not a good passer and so now in theory He'll have a good year passing. Back and, on. And um, but also Sammy Watkins' best receiver at camp with not Lamar Jackson throwing to him. Because Lamar Jackson also has COVID. That's right. So so Trace McSorley or whoever, who's their backup right now? Trace McSorley and no idea. somebody else. But, but very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Coming out of uh, so much, so much. Uh, uh, you got to love fantasy football because we're trying to predict all these sort of unknowns. And no, nobody really knows. There's something, you know, we know Travis Kelsey will be good. Uh, we know uh, Patrick Mahomes is safe. You know, yeah. we know Tom Brady will play till 50. But it's about all we know. It's about all we know. Uh, the rest is any, anybody's guess. So 
Um, and if you guess right, you can pretend you knew all along. It's awesome. Yeah. If you guessed wrong, then there's next year. <laughs> all right, guys. So I think that's it for headlines. The um, I got a few oh, more hype a ones. A few more hype ones. Hit us. Yeah. Um, so I'll just rattle them off. Uh, we got Rashad Penny looking slim at camp, which track record shows for players when running backs put on more weight, when they say, oh, you know, I've beefed myself up to become a better Eddie Lacy. Uh, runner. Yeah. Well, Rashad um, Penny joined the Seahawks on on the Eddie Lacy diet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so usually when running backs put on weight, it doesn't usually go as well as when a receiver says they put on weight to bulk up. Like, for example, the Henry Ruggs Roman numeral three news that he put on, I think it was like 14 pounds or something. 13. To, to be able, 13? Uh, Baker's able to dozen. Compete with the um, the cornerbacks in the league to to compete with the big boys. So I mean, if Rashad Penny was heavy and getting injured all the time, maybe he won't get as injured if he's a little bit thinner. But yet to be seen. Still, don't draft him because chances are he's not going to play. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say don't draft him. He, like if I, if you know if Chris Carson is an injury risk as he always is, and Rashad Penny's the clear backup on a Seattle team that that has a great offense. I mean, why not take a flyer on a shot? This is a classic round? San Francisco situation. Yeah, no, where... <laughs> you drafted, you drafted him with like last pick. You do yeah. not, do not burn anything more than a, a last pick on Rashad. Yeah, Penny. exactly. Um, yeah. So there's that news. Elijah Moore looking to be I... the favorite target for Zach Wilson. Um, still um, showing why there's a lot of hype over him. He's He's playing well at camp, so that's going to be interesting for Dynasty and even interesting for redraft leagues because he could be a late-round value pick as well. He's not going very high. Uh, It is the Jets, and Corey Davis, like we said, is probably going to be the lead uh, receiver being targeted. Um, But Elijah Moore, and like we said, Mims is also uh, playing with the, the second team at camp, so I think Elijah Moore is secured as the number two receiver on the team. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, definitely be looking at him for our uh, rookie draft today. Oh. <laughs> and then um, the last one, uh, this is interesting uh, because a lot of you aren't so high on Ezekiel Elliott or your 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 vision of him has changed as camp goes on because Dak is back and all those things. But Cowboys look to use Tony Pollard more as Ezekiel Elliott doesn't need to run the ball 25 to 30 times a game. Yeah, from Mike McCarthy. Right, from, from Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. So, because, I mean... And that's something to watch out for because I think in his mind, they if they want to win and they want to make the playoffs and, and go deep, they need a healthy Zeke, right? So all this hype has come out that Zeke's... Um, his, you talked about weight loss, Anthony. He's at his lowest weight since college. Yeah. He's moving better. There's all sorts of videos of him, uh, all these fancy moves and cuts. So they might limit his touches to make sure to make sure he plays well the whole season. So that's right. the give which and take is, with the Zeke. Yeah, which is something we brought up last season. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Tony Pollard was really moving the ball and when he was given the opportunity. So I don't see why they why they wouldn't they be in, a, in some they type should, of timeshare yeah. or, or committee. You know, which could be good or bad. So it could mean Zeke is, you know, gets you consistent uh production the whole season, uh, which you'd like, but it might limit his like top five upside. Um, that a lot of people still still feel he has. I'll challenge that a little bit though, because challenge it. Because challenge. you're a big throw Saquon the red flag. fan. Throw the red flag. We should get red flags Bro. that we can throw. 
during yes. during just this. right into the camera just boom <laughs> youtube get on youtube um dave you're a big saquon guy you have him on your dynasty team of I course do. you're behind him because you, you want him to be healthy and play for your team yeah. uh with the news that came out earlier uh in the off season about Giants wanting to limit his touches just to keep him healthy, but you still think he has top five upside. Of course he does. He's a, a unique talent, and if he stays healthy, definitely elite. So I think, yeah. I think what the, what Dallas is thinking of is it keeps him healthier. Um, they gave him that big contract last year, so they want him to be there and not injured. So they're just looking at probably some of the other. Uh, top backs in the league and like the McCaffrey's uh, the Saquon's and they're getting injured. So he's trimmed that he, they he's cut weight and they have Tony Pollard. So I think it just benefits everyone. So we're, so now Tony Pollard, maybe not just a handcuff, um, you know, might have you, he might be fantasy relevant regardless of, if right. Ze- uh, of Zeke. So where would you take Tony Pollard in the draft? Where would you, where would you guys be willing to, pop off your, your I think top, he's, still he's like a, one of the top handcuffs. Right? I think he's still a marquee guy because I, I think Moose would rather take him than a guy like Damian Harris. We said Damian Harris is a number one yep. running back. So around that round, I'm sure you can grab Tony Pollard and be definitely happy with that pick. Well, uh, so he, is that around? Damian eighth? Harris is competing to be the RB one on his team. Mm, right. I think it's pretty clear. He's the pretty clear. He's I mean, one. I'm just, I'm just quoting Bill. Yeah. Just quoting Bill. <laughs> yeah, we said it last time. He, it, it, they're flip flopping with the comments about Tony Harris. Pollard is going around round ten in half point okay. PPR draft. Yeah. Somewhere I, I was I was going to say like eight, probably being the earliest. Yeah. So here's some guys. Would you rather have? Let's do the handcuff game, or let's do the backup game. Would you rather have uh, AJ Dillon or Tony Pollard? Oh Tony man, Pollard. that's a that's a tough one because I honestly think they're both going to have this very similar role. Really? I see. Yeah. Okay. I, I would go Tony Pollard in that case. Um, would you rather have Latavius Murray or Tony Pollard? Well, what, about, what about Anthony? Oh, sorry, Anthony. Uh, I said, he, I said I, Pollard. Yeah, I said oh, Pollard. I didn't hear it. I apologize. Latavius Murray or Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard. Uh, Murray. I, I and the only reason why I say this, so I'll Latavius leave my Murray. comment. I was going to mention this before you started uh, giving us players to choose from, that we know what Latavius Murray is secured to get. Like the past two seasons, I believe I gave the stats two episodes ago. It's been pretty much the same. Uh, it's like six to eight touchdowns and I don't know, like seven to 800 yards. You know, he's slotted in for that and he's going to do that. And we were saying that now with Kamara, probably going to have to work a little harder or do a little bit more. He'll get a little bit more touches. Tony Pollard, we've been talking about him. I believe we compared him to Madison uh, a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about handcuffs and how Madison was like going always around the same round as Tony but, Pollard. Yeah, but hold on. I know where you're going with this, but we have new news now on, on right. for both of those but, examples. Right. But uh, yes, we do. But I we, we've had the hype around Pollard uh, for two seasons and we've seen him get touches and look very good, but we haven't seen the stats, uh, like make it worth where he's probably being drafted in previous seasons. This and, obviously and makes it rise, but I don't know if he will do it like McCarthy saying it, but it might not happen. And that, that's all legitimate, except that he was the backup. Now they're sort of saying, well, we want to use him more. Yeah. So, you know, we should see a potential increase, but is it just hype? 
I know it's the coach, but well, is it, it just so, hype? But or? based on the news, there's yeah. a chance for potential hype. There's no Latavius Murray hype. Um, no. And <laughs> and the other and the other thing too is uh, they just signed another running back, Devonta Freeman. So right. also one of the interesting things that I saw floating around the internet too was, uh, you know, because they've signed Devonta Freeman, you know, Latavius Murray could be a, you know, a cap hit. Uh, cap casualty. A cap, cap casualty. Wow. You know, it's wow. one of the things to consider because the Saints are way, way over or, or very close. So, um, something to consider. So that that's why I'm that's why I'm taking Pollard because I think the Saints signing Devonta Freeman is kind of a. But like, of, I think you're hiring Devonta. To me, it's a big flag. Yeah, but to you, you you said at the beginning of the episode that you think he might even be the number two on the team. If, that, he's, I don't if, know. He, if he's fit and healthy, right? But yes. He, he's played his way onto teams uh, like the Giants and uh, maybe another team in the past couple of years. But the guy clearly can't like if he's being healthy and able to make teams, then why don't the teams keep him like we know um, Giants have struggled with their running backs, So why not keep him there or other teams that were thinking of putting them putting him on the team? Yeah, he was signed for the playoffs. I well, believe last last year it was uh, it, he wants money. He, you know, yeah. he, in his mind, he still thinks he's a very qualified running back. So he, he asked for a big piles of money and a lot of the teams last season, were like, well, no, we don't want to, we don't want to pay you all that yeah. kind of money. So that that's partly the factor. And, and that's why I, with the caveat that, you know, he needs to be in good yeah. shape, you know, but I just, he, I think he is in, you know, in reality, yeah. he is a backup running back these days. So I just, I just think he's going to be, he's just there in case the top two guys get injured, like. They have nobody else really behind. But anyways, you have another uh, comparison there, Dave? Well, last one I was going to do is a little tangent would there would be um, Tony Pollard or Jamal Williams, Detroit. Jamal Williams. Yeah, I'd say Jamal Williams. I think Me Jamal too. Williams, I think it really, I think he's already solidified that, you know, it'll be he's, a he's timeshare, 50-50 yeah. kind of and thing. And I, I wanted to bring up Jamal Williams. I also, I would also choose him because I don't know if you saw the video of him at one of the press conferences oh, yeah. at, at Detroit camp and two reporters wanted to ask the first question. So he made him rock, paper, scissors, best of three before, uh, before he answered. Yeah, just what a great guy, Jamal Williams. Just, just a good guy. Always, um, having fun, loving life. So just me, sometimes, you know, that has nothing to do with fantasy football, but makes you like a guy a little more. Maybe you lean towards him a little bit more. All right. Um, I think that's it for headlines, guys. So we're getting ready to t talk about our next segment. Anthony, do you have it drummed up? Oh, yeah. Is it drummed? Well, great. It's time for They Said It on Reddit. Beautiful. I'm, I'm a little Every disappointed time. that you came in a little bit slow on the, on the they. Slow? Well, because the they is part How of the title. Slow? And the, yeah. the they was so deep, it wasn't at your... Oh, I didn't at the at the falsetto. All right, yeah. no, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We're always always working on our game. But I'll, for uh, most of that title, I loved it. Okay. Um. All right. So this one's coming from user Griff Tibbs. Uh, what are your thoughts on JT in regards to Wentz injury? I know it's too early to tell the severity of the injury, but the situation has me fading on Jonathan Taylor. I was really high on him, but now with the nebulous quarterback situation, I'm concerned about defenses stacking the box on Indy and the offense not getting to click enough to allow him success we're looking for. Am I overreacting? Was I foolish to be too hot for Taylor before this? So not foolish to be too hot for Taylor before this, no. but 
uh, it's something you have to consider. So if if you had him at let's say sixth overall or seventh overall for your draft, you know if it's a Brett Hundley ran offense, yeah, I might I might move him down a few slots because it, it's just a matter of you can talk about the defense stack in the box, but it's also it's also just like that offense having consistent time on the field, right? And rolling and then their red zone opportunities and then the touchdowns come down. So it, it really, I think it, it is something to, to factor in. We have seen running backs or players on bad offenses do well for fantasy. James Robinson, James Robinson last year, Antonio Gibson, the Washington's offense wasn't great last year. So it's possible, but yeah, it would be more of a challenge. I think so. It's, it's slight concern. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's cause for concern, but I, I'm not dropping him. I might drop him a spot in my RB rankings and then in my total rankings, but the, the guy is 5'11", 219 pounds. He's a big boy. Uh, I think he will definitely be one of the top running backs in the league going forward. This is his sophomore year. Um, I do think he'll be there again this season, like in the top – 12 so i i think he's still gonna be good i wouldn't worry too much like we mentioned before i think on indianapolis it definitely hurts the receive the the receivers more and obviously on um jonathan taylor's side i believe he was 19th as far as receptions for running backs so he doesn't rely on it too much he had 299 yards one receiving touchdown uh so That'll go down most likely or maybe stay the same, but he's he's still going to get a thousand yards. He's going to get most likely double digit touchdowns when they get into the red zone. So he's well, he, uh, solid. Yeah. Moose, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm not. It does. I don't think it's a big concern at all either. I mean, the quarterback situation, like, you know, obviously they saw something like in Brent Hudley. He's had game experience. I think if they stack the box, it's foolish because the, yep. you know, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, you know, they're guys who can, who can catch balls. They're fast. Yeah. Sure. Morally like you're, you're losing, like I always say this, it takes two people to throw and catch a football. So will the passes be as accurate and as stable? Probably not. But I think defenses would be foolish to, you know, consider, you know, not covering these guys because they'll either, you know, outrun them or, or get open and you know even yeah. even a slightly inaccurate pass will be caught not to mention that you know indy's front line is very strong that's yep you hit the nail on the head there moose because it, the colts have one of if not the best offensive line in yeah. the league so so hunley hunley will have box all you want yeah. but they're hunley, gonna move hunley, you. hunley will have time holes will be open for for uh, uh jt it'll JTT. be uh you know, because I get confused because he keeps saying JTT, but there's only one T in his name. Jonathan Taylor touchdown. That's yeah, his I know. I, I realize this. Okay. But um, I was looking for that third T in my head, and I was like, I uh, couldn't, couldn't remember because he doesn't have two T's in his real name. But let's get back he, to it. He does. It's so I just, I just don't think that uh, there's much to be concerned about. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's frustrating. It's disappointing because obviously Carson Wentz is, you know, better to have there, but. I don't think you have to worry about uh, Jonathan Taylor having a good season. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all right. I mean, I, the only thing I just have him, I have him already fairly high. I might, you know, in a full PPR, I might consider, you know, Devonte Adams, 
at that spot and move Jonathan Taylor one down or Nick Chubb. Like Jonathan Taylor is the same style as Nick Chubb, right? And now we know that that offense might struggle a little more. So I don't know, something to consider. But yeah, you're right. He'll still be good. (laughs) Baker's not the greatest passer either. No, but but Nick Chubb gets all of his work pretty much on the ground, right? He doesn't get a lot of uh, work in the passing game. But that's my point is, you know. And Nick Chubb, who recently signed an extension, by the way. Yep. So over 29 million guaranteed, something like that. Woo. All right. Moose, uh, all our fans uh, would like to know, did you spend some time this weekend? Take some time out of your day to watch Top Gun. I didn't. However, I've never been more concerned about uh, apps listening or my TV listening because uh, like right after that podcast, I think uh, I sat down to watch something and I turned on Netflix and the first option was Top Gun. You think Netflix listens? I know your phone listens to us, but Netflix. But if you have Netflix, do you have well, Netflix I'm, on your phone? I'm 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 partly no. joking here. I'm not. Being... Oh, okay. No, well, I'm not. Pretty serious. <laughs> and uh, and anyways, so Top Gun popped up as uh, as the first a, option. you should watch. Yeah. Okay. So no, I'm not going to watch it. Offer. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other thing you haven't watched? Top Gun and uh, The Last oh. Dance. Yeah. Oh yeah, get on it. Get on it. But he only watches one sport. We talked about this. Like yeah, basketball Football. doesn't really concern him. Football. We're gonna be coming like... up on um uh hard knocks pretty soon. Oh so, yeah. it's September. No, 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 no. Is it? Yes. No, we t- we looked it up the other day. It's, it's September. either September no, it's or like just, oh. August fifth. It finishes before the regular season That's starts. That's a huge difference. Okay, here Moose just said it's either September or August fifth. Thanks, Moose. Thanks for narrowing that down. Well, what information do you have? Let's go. It definitely starts in August, and uh, August thirteenth uh, pops in. I don't know. Uh, you th- said it one episode. Uh, before. I know. I said it one. August tenth. Boom. I knew it was a multiple of five. Google. Yeah. <laughs> nice. August 10th, Hard Knock opens up. Guys, this whole time, because it's um, still before 10 a.m., I was having some coffee in my Game of Thrones mug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple cups of coffee and water. What have you guys been drinking? It's past noon where you are. So Yeah. I, I was going to drink a beer, but I woke up this morning feeling pretty terrible. So I've just been having uh, the Anthony special some uh carbonated water oh uh myself as well i had a oh, pretty big no. night up north uh, pulled yesterday Dave. yeah and um so it was a pure it was a pure non-beer podcast i don't know if we can air it i don't know if we can air it guys ballers beers and carbonation well dave <laughs> i don't want to say you started the trend so i i, I i'm only doing it because you because you do it Otherwise, oh, okay. uh, I see. All right. I'll start having four beers per podcast then. Just start a new trend. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Any words of wisdom as we head into the uh, end of the episode and the weekend here? Usual um, stuff. Words of wisdom. Yeah, you got something new for us, Moose? I mean, no. my words of wisdom would be go watch Top Gun if you haven't already because the second one's coming out or the sequel. Oh, so that would be, be weird. You'd be lost if you haven't seen the first one. I just go watch Top Gun. See the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, goodness. Um, no, I'm going to say, uh, especially now that you're getting into draft season, there's no more important time 
then to take your gut, your best gut, and put your best gut forward. Put your best gut forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got another heat wave out here on the West Coast, so definitely check the Kelvin. If it's over 295, wear your sunscreen. Be careful about eh, campfires. Please don't. Just don't even have them. Just don't even have them. It's too hot. Also, you don't need it. I realize now that I've said that sort of extended to any any new listeners, um, by putting your best gut forward, I'm suggesting that you just trust your gut. Trust your gut instincts. And and <laughs> and it's a play on pe- put your best foot forward. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Um, I just want to say uh, I wish the worst of luck uh, upon you two at our draft this evening. Uh, not oh, really. That things are not going to go well for you. Not really. Well, yeah, the, the fantasy go, gods the are looking of- down on that shameful example of of fantasy football hate, and yeah. uh, uh, it's that's the whole point. Yeah, I'd like to take the whole point. Wish you luck. I'd like to wish you yeah. both luck. In, I would. Um, I would also like to that wish you a- both luck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And success. Thank you, Moose. Thank you. In your yeah. future draftings. Yeah, and I guarantee the listeners to the listeners that there's fingers crossed under the table. They don't want to say it out loud. I mean, that's the whole point of fantasy. Um, I do. <laughs> Good luck, Anthony. Toes, toes are not crossed either. <laughs> but uh, no, in the reality, I hope it goes well. I hope it's a smooth draft. I hope uh, people show up. That's what you want in a draft. And it looks like they will. And I wish truly everyone the best of luck. And I'm just oh, excited to have my oh. first draft the of the year so far first draft of the season all right we'll let you know how it goes listeners as always thanks for listening we'll see you wednesday live 9 30 eastern 6 30 pacific on halftime sports thanks for listening see you then ciao